So before we jump into the this episode, I wanted to make a quick disclaimer. So instead of recording one long podcast, which I actually was intending to do, um, I ended up going for 30 minutes on the second half instead of the like 15, 20 minutes that I was really anticipating. Um, so I actually ended up just splitting this into two episodes, um, and I hope that's okay with you. The first episode is going to be about CrossFit, my thoughts on it, how I really got into watching it, um, and yeah, what what I think its role is in the lives of, of um, middle-aged men and women. And then the second half is going to be my fitness story. Um, so yeah, I hope you all enjoy this podcast. Thanks. Not gonna lie, I took a break there because <laughs> the women's event of the CrossFit Games was on, so I was I was watching a little bit. But um, now I'm pretty confident I know who's gonna win, so I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the podcast now and, and try to get to a place where I can talk about my story. So yeah, I think I'm gonna start kind of from when I was young and try to move upwards and see uh, if that will work. But um, yeah, I grew up in a home, great great family, great parents, great siblings. Um, not a very health, health minded home, which is interesting. Uh, and and yeah, was, was not a bad experience. I don't want people to think that like my family was super unhealthy or anything like that. We, we just ate out a lot of food and, and yeah, was more based on convenience. Um, didn't cook often. So that means that like even breakfast, we would have just pop tarts or, or toast with Nutella on it or something like that. Like that's kind of what I grew up eating. Um, and so, yeah, I think from a young age, I was just kind of obsessed with sweets. Um, and, and yeah, it wasn't necessarily the best for me. I, I think that I was just given a sweet tooth. Like I honestly think like genetically, I'm just like drawn to sweets. Like I could stay away from burgers and, and chicken and whatever, like fried chicken or whatever for forever. But, um, getting me to, to stop eating sweets is, pretty difficult. Um, and, and now, now I'm older, obviously, and I've been through everything. So I know that like, it's okay to eat sweets and I'm, I'm allowed to eat those things. Um, but yeah, growing up, I think it, I think kind of that insecurity started pretty young. Cause I remember like going to the pool and not really wanting to take my shirt off. And, um, I think that started like in elementary school. Um, and I felt like a little bit kind of just like not like everybody else in a way and and yeah obviously I think now if you look at like elementary school there's a lot more kids overweight than there were when I was in elementary school which was yeah like 15 years ago ish so um a little over 15 years ago and so yeah that's that's something that's also interesting is like at that time it wasn't as common as it is now for someone to be unhealthy and so I really felt um pretty outcast by that uh, and there's, yeah, there's a few like just memories I have. And I talked about this in the last podcast of like one of the girls in my class gave me a nickname of tubby. Like that was, <laughs> and it sounds silly and it is silly, but, um, those are the things as a young kid that like just get like burned into your brain. And yeah, I remember the, the girl that I liked at the time, like called me fat. So, or something like that. And, uh, one of the kids on the school playground called me like a 3000 pound panda bear or whatever. Like it was like just simple things like that. And those sound very specific and that's because they are, um, because you can tell that they've really affected me in the way that, uh, I still remember those things. 
And I even remember like at the time it was popular to wear those like skin tight Under Armour shirts and I just never felt comfortable doing that. And I just didn't feel as athletic as other kids. And, and I always felt like I was going to be the last pick to the games or whatever. And that was all just because I ate a lot of food. And so that's where it kind of started of that like bad mentality of like, hey, I'm super insecure. What can I turn to that I always know will satisfy me? And that's food. And so like, there's just simple like cycles that you go into that. And then because you ate that food, you feel even more insecure. And then you want to get better. So you try not to eat that bad food. And then it's like, oh, well, now I'm disappointed and unhappy. And what's going to make me happy? It's food. Um, and so you just kind of go into this like vicious cycle of eating your your pains away. Um, and, and yeah, that that obviously caused a lot of a lot of harm long term. Um, but yeah, entering into middle school, I think all the insecurity uh, really like came through and like just the way that I was, even if you ask my sisters, they could tell that I was just super insecure and like awkward and weird um, in middle school. And I think a lot of that was weight related. And I think I was maybe overly confident and just like because of a lack of confidence. And so I like tried to emphasize that. And so I was um, just really like aggressive and obnoxious all the time because I just felt like I was uh, just different from everybody else. And I, and I didn't want to feel that way. So I think I emphasized it a little bit more. Um, and that was hard for me too. I think being in a family, I have three older sisters. Uh, so, so not only did I feel like, man, I feel like I'm not like everybody else. And then you spend time with family and they're all getting along. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just kind of hanging out by myself. Nobody really wanted to hang out with me. Nobody wanted to play games with me or anything like it was just kind of hard. And, and that's not bad. That's not anything wrong that they did. Um, I think that's just the reality of being a I was three years younger than the closest person to my family. And B, they were all like eighth grade to senior year, like high school girls. And so that's just kind of how it all shook out. Um, so that was that was kind of hard for me. I think in general, I just felt uh, very outcast by them. And so, yeah, middle school then, obviously, like I said, super overly confident based on insecurity. Um, and yeah, had, had some weird experiences there. I think, uh, one of the things like once I hit puberty and, and obviously everybody hits puberty and they know this, but, um, I was really like just chubby in like fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Um, and yeah, tried to learn to like shove that down. So I didn't really feel that way. And that's kind of where that confidence came from is because I was like pushing down all this insecurity, but then, uh, really skinnied out over seventh and eighth grade. Um, but like completely unaware of it. So that's like, and I think that there's a lot of like reasons for that, but, um, like to myself, my identity was no longer just like a person who was like, Oh, I'm fat. I'm always going to be fat. I'll never be able to be like everybody else. Um, and so even though I looked like everybody else, I looked relatively skinny. Like I, <laughs> I looked like actually like a normal size to me, I was just fat. Um, and so like, because of that insecurity, I kept going through that cycle of eating and eating and eating. And so even though I'd grew six, 12 inches, whatever, like, even though I grew a foot, it was really quickly that I gained the weight back in, in like over the next couple of years. Um, so I was skinny for like two years because of this like growth spurt. Um, and, and yeah, I actually ended up like leaning away from sports because I was like, oh, I just, I'm not good enough. I don't enjoy it because I'm not good enough. Um, and I, I grew up with three girls. So it's like I wasn't super aggressive, uh, wasn't super into like physical contact, sports, whatever. Um, because I just like, wasn't, I hadn't found that like part of myself yet. 
And so I was in like acting where they like teach you that being weird is cool. And so I was like, oh, I'm weird. I'm, it's fine for me to be overweight. Everyone's going to still like me, all this stuff. So did that for a couple of years, came back to high school, sophomore year. <laughs> this is, Justin, my wife will always tell you this, but I uh, ended up joining football my sophomore year. And she would tell you that it's because she was cheerleading uh, and I wanted to be in the game that she was cheering for. Because uh, I, I ended up actually starting to date her my freshman year. I did track that year too, um, and that was probably partially because of her. Because she was she did track, so I'm like, oh, I'll do track and try to like become more athletic for her. Cause she's an athlete, whatever. Um, I don't know if that's actually the case. That's just what she's always said, and I'm sure I probably framed it that way. But yeah, I mean, going back, there were a couple of experiences. I think that. Um, even though I was, I was growing up and I was getting older and I was, uh, leaning out, there were still a couple of things people said that maybe like, maybe they were saying it like completely as a joke. Um, but to me it was like, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, one of the things like they were handing out candy on one of the days of school or whatever. And then one girl was like, nah, you don't need any more or something like that. Like didn't give me a piece of candy cause she thought I didn't need it. Um, and I remember just like being like destroyed by that. Like it just, <laughs> I was just like, oh, like it, it was one of those things that like just stuck with you for the next like year. Like, oh, I don't need any more candy. And so it's like maybe if I was doing good and like I was aware of what I looked like, but then something like that happens. And maybe there's a handful of those moments where it's like, oh, boom, like gut check. You are still overweight. You're still not good enough. You're still not acceptable, whatever. And then, yeah, obviously getting into high school, like you still just feel that. And so I still continue to like turn to food and then you get more freedom of like, oh, now you have a car now you can go to the gas station. Uh, so then it's like, okay, well now I can go get food whenever I want. Like I can afford $2 to get a honey bun or two honey buns for $2 um, or a fountain soda for $1.50. And so then you just like all this insecurity turns into to more food. And then you just like continue in this same cycle that I was talking about. Um, and so, yeah, high school was really difficult for me too, I think, because a, I didn't feel like I could be accepted. Um, and, and B people were doing things that I didn't really want to be around. Uh, people were like drinking and partying and I just like, even now, like being able to drink and, and being able to go out and kind of do whatever I want. Like, I'm just not that kind of person. Um, not because I don't think like it's like, it's not necessarily because I think it's wrong. Um, because most people like you can do so in the right way. You can do so without getting super drunk and making poor decisions. Like you can have fun. It's just not really my scene. Like <laughs> I just don't enjoy it. Like I'll go months without drinking, even though I can. And it's like, well, I just don't really feel the need to. Um, and most of the people in high school, like I just didn't really feel like I connected with any of the guys in my grade. There was like one or two guys that I was really close with and that was it. And even then, like, there were things that they'd do that would like make me feel like they didn't appreciate me or like actually want to be friends with me. Like we would hang out one-on-one -on -one and be like really close friends. And then they would go out and not invite me to the stuff they were doing with everyone else. And so I was like, man, like maybe I'm like a, a nicer guy, but I'm not good enough for everyone else. Like maybe it's something like I felt like I had to be hidden. Like people couldn't know that they were good friends with me. And so when they get around other people, I'd be like the, the butt of the joke or whatever. Like it just wasn't what I wanted it to be not what I expected it to be. Um, and so like all of this stuff, like not necessarily that it's all related to my weight, um, but it is all related to my weight because that's what caused me to lean into food more is just this like full insecurity and, and lack of acceptance. And um, when it came to kind of the end of high school, I think I was used to it. 
Um, and I had gotten to the point where it's like, man, like I just don't really need anyone anymore. Like <laughs> I had been alone for so long. I had, my mom would even tell me like, you just don't give people a chance anymore to be nice or to be good friends. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's not like I really have been given the best experiences. Um, and so I didn't really count on people anymore other than like Jocelyn. And even then, like that was a really hard thing for me to commit to because I just been felt like I'd been pushed away my whole life by people and not accepted by other people my whole life. Um, and so it took a long time for me to fully commit to her. Uh, even now, obviously we're married really young, but there's been times where I've pushed her away and leaned away from that relationship. Uh, and that's because of like a lack of feeling of accepted, uh, acceptance and all that stuff. So yeah, leaving high school, like it was just like, Man, like I took art classes. That's like pretty much all I took my senior year was like art classes and like one or two other classes because I was just done with all my credits pretty much. So I would go to school for like three hours a day, do art classes. I would have my headphones in the whole time. Never really talk to anybody. Put my head down, wore a hat every day, which actually I still wear hats every day. And I think that's part of it of like, I just don't really want to interact with anyone. So I try to hide behind this hat and I like feel naked if I don't have it on. Um, and so that's something that I'm like just now realizing now that I said is like, I started wearing hats every day when I had long hair, didn't want to deal with my hair and I would wear like baseball caps, uh, just because I could hide my eyes behind that. If I didn't want anyone to like look me in the eyes or like feel like they needed to start a conversation with me. Um, and, and now that's something like, it's just stuck and not necessarily that I feel like that anymore, but, um, just because I've gotten so used to that. So now I feel like bare without my hat. Um, <laughs> so that's like a weird thing. And, and those are the things that have kind of stuck with me over time. Um, just little like hints of insecurity that have really shaped who I am, um, and, and what I enjoy and, and how I live my life now. Uh, but yeah, getting into college still like over high school, I basically just gained a bunch of weight over time. Like a, it started out as being insecure and like turning to food. Um, and then I had that added on excuse of like, okay, I'm in football now. I'm a lineman. I'm never going to be anything but a lineman because I'm, I'm not that size. Like I went into it skinny and I still was put on the old line. Um, and so then I was like, okay, well I can just eat whatever I want now. So I just ended up killing myself eating food. I gained 50 pounds or 60 pounds over high school, started high school, probably less than 200 pounds. Um, in one season I gained 20 pounds the next season I gained 30 pounds next season I gained 10, 15 pounds. And, and yeah, I was, um, using that as an excuse of like, man, I can do this because I'm a lineman. But then also the excuse of like, I, I was the strongest one on the football team. And, and yeah, that was something that I like prided myself in. And so I had to fuel that to continue to get stronger or whatever. Um, even though that was all like a cover story for the fact that I just had this crazy like obsession and, and poor relationship with, um, with food and I would just eat whatever I wanted whenever I wanted and, and yet yeah, hide, like I said, hide that behind, um, my, my bad relationship with food. So going into college, uh, I had spent so many years without a good group of friends. Uh, and, and I went, I was always telling myself like, Oh, college will be my time. I will make friends in college. It'll be amazing. It'll be like the first week of school and I'll have a core group of guys around me that I like genuinely enjoy. Um, and so I got to college. Um, and then also when you're entering college, you get access to these dining centers. I had an unlimited amount of swipes whenever I wanted. I had dining dollars. There was a convenience store two minutes away that I could just walk to, um, and swipe my card and it would be like free money, like whatever. So <laughs> I, I did all that. Um, so I was given access to that. 
And like I said, I thought that I would make friends immediately. Um, that didn't happen. And, and that was partially, I think, because of COVID. And then partially, I think, just, I don't know. I don't know why the other side is. I don't think I was trying very hard just because I like was immediately discouraged by the fact that I tried really hard the first time. Um, and I didn't find a group of friends that I really enjoyed. I, my roommate was, was awesome and he's a super nice guy. Um, but he was living a different life than I was kind of wanting to live. And so I didn't feel like I could really connect with him on a good level. Um, but yeah, it took a few months for me to make friends, but those few months were probably the hardest few months of my life. Uh, I, I very quickly got into a depression because it's like, if you spent the last three or four years looking to this moment, that this will be your time to make friends and to live this life that you've always wanted to live, that you've seen in the movies um, and all of this stuff, like that's super hard to deal with. <laughs> and so, and one of the things, this is really funny, actually, um, during high school and early college, I got like obsessed with, with these shows about like high school students. Um, and it wasn't until like my second or third year of college, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. I was obsessed with these things because I was living like vicariously through these shows and, and these movies about high school because I wasn't getting the experience that I wanted. And so like that just triggered these like fantasies like, oh, once I get to college, I'm going to have so much freedom. I'm going to be able to hang out with my friends till two in the morning. And like I said, that just didn't happen for me. Um, and and it, I saw it happening for other people. I saw my roommate make a really good group of friends and hang out with um, a bunch of people all the time that he was really close with and like loved and they would invite me but I was like no I just don't like I don't like those people like I just don't enjoy um being around them and so like all of this stuff just kept happening where I was like man three months of zero friends uh and I was overeating and I felt like crap I felt like I wasn't good enough I was starting to realize that school was just like not my thing um <laughs> and then it also like I ended up actually just going to a doctor and be like man I I think I have like ADHD, but he's like, no, you actually don't. You just have anxiety and depression. I'm like, oh, great, cool, that's awesome. And so I started taking pills for that. Um, but yeah, even then, I mean, I would wake up every day super early, go to the gym at six, and then I'd come back and sleep for two or three hours, and then I'd go do something else, and then I'd come back and sleep for two, three more hours. And my classes were super easy because they were all online. Nobody knew how to run a class online at that point because it was the first year of like actual COVID. Um, and so, yeah, it wasn't until like later in the semester where I actually like got connected with a good group of guys around me and, and yeah, started really enjoying that. Um, and so that was kind of where I like depression stayed around a little bit because I think part of it is like somewhat genetic, um, and somewhat like biological, but then the other part is like situational. And so I think the situational piece, um, was taken out once I met those guys and like really felt like I connect, could connect with them and, um, yeah, we would, we very quickly became best of friends and those guys were, um, my groomsmen at my wedding, like the, the core group. And I still like see them all the time and, um, yeah, love being around them. <clears throat> and so that was part of it too. It was like, man, that was relieved. So, and I, I really, and, and if you listen to mind pump or any other like fitness podcast, I think they talk a lot about like, man, your friends actually, uh, kind of can help with your fitness journey and like your relationship with food um, because you're like relationships are relationships. Um, and if you see like, and have been a part of a good relationship, um, some of that stuff actually does translate to the way that you, you eat because it's like the relationship between your body, your mind, and then the food that you're consuming and how the food you consume affects everything else. And so that's similar to a relationship in real life where um, the way you act and treat somebody else 
will impact the way that they treat you and then you want to love them really well so that they can love you really well and just you care about them and so in the same way that you care about your own body and you care about what it does for you and it's always doing these things for you um so you want to treat it well and love it well so being able to see like and experience those relationships i think helped me a lot to um really change my relationship with food over time just a little bit um but yeah i actually ended up falling into to a weight loss journey uh, at the end of that year, I think I started losing weight kind of like coincidentally because I was seeing like a lack of um, value in the food that I was eating uh, or not a lack of value, but just less value in it um, because I was building and like once that like acceptance thing was um, somewhat taken care of, I actually valued food a little bit less because I was actually getting the the satisfaction from worldly relationships. And so, um, yeah, that was that was really cool. And that was kind of what tipped it over, I think, was was yeah, being able to be friends with all these guys that cared about me and loved me well so that I could. Yeah. And we were doing all these things that were fun together. And I was starting to get the experiences that I really wanted. Um, and no longer did I need food to satisfy me all the time. Not to say that there wasn't kind of a lasting like impression from that food. Like I hadn't built these wires in my brain to be like, OK, food, food, food. But it did take away some of the emphasis on it. Um, so that was, that was great. So I ended up falling into like a weight loss journey because towards the end of my freshman year of college, I started just like losing weight, like accidentally a little bit. Um, but then it was like, oh man, let's go. Like, I didn't know this was even possible. I didn't know I was capable of losing weight. Like I, this is something that I've always dreamed about. I've always thought I was overweight. Um, I'm like, all right, let's go all in. So I got a job that was manual labor for that summer. Uh, I was working eight hours a day, just super hard stuff. Like I was always on my feet, lifting heavy weights, doing all this stuff. Like one day we literally spent eight hours shoveling rocks and then moving them in wheelbarrows. Um, and so, yeah, that was something like, okay, I can do this. Like I have the workout part done. I work out in the morning, then I go to work and I work out all day. It's like, all right, well, now I know that I need to eat a lot of protein because I've I've been lifting weights for however many years. I knew that I had to get my body weight in protein. So I'm like, how can I do that while staying as low calories as I wanted to be? Um, so I basically just ate chicken and rice all day, every day. Like that's all I ate. I, I don't think I ever really ate breakfast. I think I had a protein shake in the morning after my workout because I knew that that was what I needed to like sustain my muscle and like keep as much muscle as possible. But other than that, I mean, lunches, I would either have like a lettuce wrap from somewhere or like chicken. And so I had chicken and rice pretty much every day, every meal, eating very low calories. Um, and the weight, yeah, like I said, just started falling off. But then it was at like the end of the thing where I'm like, oh man, like this is, this is not good. Cause I was, I realized after I'm like, okay, well now anytime I eat anything that's not chicken and rice or anything that's not relatively like lean or healthy, I feel like I have to punish myself for it because I like have been telling myself I'm a piece of crap for years and that I like could never do this. And so like anytime I did that, um, I felt like I had to like go run and burn it off or work extra hard the next day or something like that. And it's just like, that is not how we should treat our body. Um, so yeah. And, and that, that was kind of growing over the summer of like, man, I just was treating my body horribly and I wasn't doing it out of a source of love for myself. I was doing it out of a source of hate for myself. Um, and I posted an Instagram post today, even that said like mental health is physical health and physical health is mental health. Um, and that's something I think, uh, that is like very true of like, you can't really have one without really investing in the other. Um, and that goes both ways. So, 
I was I was only investing in my physical health and, and kind of destroying my mental health. And, and yeah, some of that depression was going away. Some of that anxiety was going away. However, I was like putting, I was really investing in like a lack of mental health, a lack of love for myself. I was investing in hate for my body. Um, and I still like see that in, in like the way that I live my life today. And so, um, yeah, I don't do things out of a source for love for myself. I do it out of a source for hate for myself. And I've grown and I've learned a lot more. And now I like don't punish myself for eating badly. I just go out about it the next day and be like, okay, I need to be better today because I love my body and I love the way that I like can live my life. I love not being tired. I love feeling energy. Um, so I'm going to do this or whatever. But, um, like I said, that time of like that summer, six months, eight months, 12 months that I took to lose all the weight, I lost 60 pounds over that time. It was all out of a source of hate for myself. Um, and so it wasn't until I like had lost all the weight and I was finally like, Oh crap, what do I do now? Like, I've seen this story. I've seen people around me lose weight and then gain it right back. And and so it was something that like it kind of made me like crap my pants a little bit of like, shoot, like I don't know how to do this. So I got into Mind Pump and they like taught me like, okay, well, this is what a reverse diet does. This is how you get back to where you were and like all this stuff. And so it's like, okay, well now I can sustain this. And I ended up being able to reverse diet back up to 3,700 calories, which was more than I had ever eaten before, even being super overweight. Um, And it was all like healthy food and I felt really good. Um, And yeah, ended up just falling in love with nutrition, learning like, okay, like my body is so capable of so many things that I was so unaware of. Um, And so I was able to like just fall in love with nutrition. And I'm like, dude, so many people need to hear this. Like I just did this and it was amazing. Um, And yeah, I did it wrong. And like, yeah, like all this stuff happened, but... I did it and look at me now eating 3,700 calories. I never knew this was even possible for myself. Um, and then it was like after even that, all of that excitement, got into nutrition, got into nutrition coaching, all this stuff. Uh, it kind of also hit me like, man, I'm still seeing these lasting impacts from my time. Like I thought that once the weight was gone, all the scars would be gone too. Um, and that was just not the case. And so one of the things that uh, I think I've even noticed like in the last year um is just like sometimes when I'm around people, I think even if you look at, sorry, I'm trying to like collect my thoughts because it's something that I've like really been uh, thinking about and struggling with mentally. Um, but I think sometimes I like just give on, give up on relationships sometimes, not necessarily relationships, but I don't necessarily feel the need to like seek acceptance from other people, even when it's okay to. Um, so for instance, like if I'm like hanging out with a group of people, uh, I'm very quick to be like, Oh, I have what I need. I don't need to be friends with you. I don't need to be nice. And so it's like, sometimes I'm kind of rude and like, not necessarily rude, but I just don't put effort in because I feel like I've never been accepted by other people. And like, that was so hard for me that I like ended up just giving up on the idea of being accepted in some situations. And so now it's like, if people don't accept me, I'm like, Oh, that's fine. I don't really care. I don't need to do that. Like I have um, a wife who loves me. I have a really good group of guys around me. Like I have a great family. And so that's been like something that's been hard to deal with because there are times where I should put more effort into relationships and I should put more into um, being accepted by other people. And I should care about what other people think of me to a point. I don't think that you should like put all the emphasis into that. Um, But that's like really difficult, like professionally even too. Like if I'm not caring about what, bosses think of me, what employers would think of me, what, um, 
just like so many people around me, like networking in general, it will be really difficult for me because I've spent so much time being like, oh, I don't really need friends. I'm good on my own. And like, I'm good with who I have. I'm good with what I've got. Um, and so, yeah, that's a really strong lasting impact that, that really like <laughs> really, uh, take a, took a toll on me and that I've like started to notice. And so, yeah. And even just like food, like I still feel myself like reaching for, for sweets or snacks when something is disappointing to me. Um, and I think part of that also sticks around because like, what if, what if your friends disappoint you or, or what if your wife disappoints me or what if I disappoint my wife and I feel bad about myself? It's like, these are the people where I was finding that satisfaction from and that I was, um, really seeking like acceptance from. And if those people are disappointing to me, then it's like, okay, I have to go back to food. And, and no matter how little that happens, um, that's still like a mental thing where I just need to, um, power through and really like be aware of that um because like yeah like i said i I sought out food because i was lacking in acceptance and what if what if now even having that acceptance i still feel let down by somebody and then it's like oh well now i'm naturally gonna go back to food um and so it's easy to be like oh i've what i was putting food in the place of is now fulfilled so now my relationship with food is fine it's like well that's just like not the case (laughs) like no matter what comes into play as your relationship with food like is changed the underlying effects of that are always going to still be there unless you actually take the time to dig to the roots of that um and so that's been something i've like really noticed and been aware of and and yeah the first step i think to all of this is just being aware of it and knowing um where all that comes from and that's why when i coach people or when i tell people how to lose weight it always starts with like hey what are the roots of the reason you gained weight like what what happened to the to get you to where you are now because i think if you don't um get your mental health in order get your your mind in the right spot losing weight is going to be so much more difficult um maybe not losing weight in general but um keeping the weight off and 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 yeah like dealing with that is gonna be so much difficult like you can lose 50 pounds but if you don't have the mental spot of like oh i don't even know why i gained that in the first place you're gonna go right back and so like one of my favorite sayings that I like thought of one day was like, man, if you, you can't get your body from point A to B without your mind being at point C, your mind needs to be way ahead of where your body is, um, for you to successfully lose that weight. Um, so yeah, I hope, I hope this was all helpful. This is just like my story and kind of the things that I've learned from, from going through being super overweight my whole life to ending up losing that weight, but then doing it in the wrong way. Um, and having to really like put 10 times the effort into, recovering from that um but yeah if you have any questions or yeah want to be coached by me reach out to any of my links uh ts farner coach on instagram twitter tiktok threads uh basically anywhere solomon farner on uh facebook um you can join my facebook group down at thursdays or you can join my alternative facebook group um fat loss and metabolism secrets for for biz or independent women with busy schedules um yeah hopefully that's that's all helpful for you that is very specific information with mostly all my resources um so yeah let me know if you have anything for me but i hope you enjoyed um and yeah go eat a donut today thanks (laughs) 